0: Good morning, contrarians! It is Wednesday, June 1st, at about 6.30am. Welcome to June. This marks the official start of the Federal Reserve's quantitative tightening, otherwise known as QT. And what this means basically is the Fed is officially reducing the size of its balance sheet. Now, you've likely heard a lot about this already. And it's kind of hard to see how it isn't priced into markets, seeing how this has been announced several months ago already. We've known it's coming. So that that is one thing. But it's hard to maybe at the same time, though, there could be some secondary effects that nobody has anticipated. More on this in the bottom line at the end of the segment. But where today's activity is concerned this morning... As of this hour, we have Dow Industrials up about two-tenths of 1%, three-tenths of 1%, and the Russell 2000, which tracks small caps, is down about a half of 1%. S&P 500 and NASDAQ futures are roughly flat, so it looks like things are pretty quiet for the most part this morning. Individual stocks making moves include Salesforce, which is up 9% after beating earnings. So that's a bit of a bright spot there. Bonds are continuing to sell off a bit. This may be due to QT. The yield in the two-year is up four basis points to trade around 2.58%. And the 10-year up two basis points to 2.87. Yields move inversely to prices. Commodities aren't doing much. WTI crude is up 1% to trade around $116 a barrel. Cryptos are flat, too. Bitcoin is unchanged around 31600 So a bunch of economic data releases to tell you about today. First is JOLTS, the job openings and labor turnover survey from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. That is out at 9 o'clock. And economists expect the job openings to have held steady pretty much. This month, but there are a ton of interesting details in this report. I go into them or I mention them at least every month when this is released. And my favorite is the quits level. And this has also been one that, that's been cited by Fed chair Jerome Powell. And what this is basically is the percentage of people who quit their jobs willingly during the month. And it, it breaks this out by region and by job type. And this figure overall is pretty high. Apparently, what would they say here, Um, a record four and a half million workers quit their jobs last month. That's 3% of the workforce. So people don't quit their jobs unless they have a more lucrative offer on hand, or they have reason to believe that they can do something by themselves as individual contractors or starting their own business or trading cryptos or what have you. I guess real estate is a common one, too. So um, that's an interesting uh, interesting gauge of, of economic health. We know that the U.S. employment is in very good shape, and this would kind of support that. So that's one thing that I watched, but there's a bunch of stuff in there. Uh, speaking of reports, the Fed Beige Book, that's out this afternoon at 2 o'clock. There's no survey number for this. There's no number that comes out of it. It's just a report from each of the Fed's 12 districts. There's only eight of these each year. This is the fourth. And so this is worth watching if, you know, just to see how business conditions are holding up and what types of things the business community is complaining about. And one would expect this is going to be inflation, higher input costs to be one thing that's front and center here. Um, a couple other things going on, market and ISM manufacturing PMIs, not going to get into those uh, details in the show notes if you care. Construction spending is out at 10 o'clock. Economists expect this to increase a bit month over non- month. Um, and seeing how it's Wednesday, we have MBA mortgage applications. No survey number for this, but last week they dropped by 1.2%. Some earnings to tell you about as well, but they don't start until after the close at 4 o'clock. Uh, most notably GameStop, may have heard of them if you've been following markets for a year and a half or so. Chewy, PVH, Pure Storage, Hewlett Packard Enterprises and American Superconductor. Those are the highlights of the ones reporting today, all of them after four o'clock. The bottom line! Well, in general, when the Fed removes the proverbial punch bowl, this is the most surefire catalyst, the most consistent and reliable predictor for economic contraction. Now, there's usually a lag between the time that the Fed first announces this and the onset of a recession. I take you back to the period from 2015 to 2018, or at least 2017, when the Fed was raising rates and stock markets were moving higher. But that's not what happened this time around. And what we've seen actually from risk assets this year is very much consistent with the recession, at least from stocks. Uh, The sell-off in tech and growth stocks... And generally risk off, that is the type of thing that you see during a recession. So, and this is despite the fact that the economic data really, almost all of it really, is still pointing to expansion. So this would make for, on the, on the surface, this would make for quite a conundrum. Economic data pointing to expansion, financial markets screaming recession. But, if you remember that financial markets are forward-looking indicators, then, It doesn't seem that odd at all because markets are pricing in a recession because markets know what happens when the Fed removes the punch bowl and tightens monetary policy. So that's predictable. Now, of course, markets could be wrong here, right? And this would not be the first time. And this would, in fact, make for quite the buying opportunity these last six months. But uh, you know, maybe not the the markets could also be correct, and if so, then the question becomes just how bad things are going to get before they turn better and Here we went into various stages of grief that investors deal with when this happens, and the first of this is denial and it's quite common at the onset of recessions for people to deny that we're in one, and also for everybody to claim that it's all going to be okay and that their business is not tied to financial markets or even the broader economy. That's usually BS. If you hear somebody say that, run. But the point is here that we won't know who's right. Yes, it is a buying opportunity, has been. Maybe the best of the buying opportunities already passed. It looks like things bottomed a week ago from that perspective. But if the worst economic data, the economic news is still to drop, then things are going to get bad again. Um, and it's not a question of if, but when. So that's what we're looking at here. Whatever your views on this, remember to do your own research and make your own decisions. And with that, I leave you for today, thanking you for supporting the podcast, although I am going to make today's episode free. Um, so if you are a free listener, please do sign up for the paid service. It's worth it. Um, and there, there are refunds available if you find it isn't worth it. But yeah, so do that. And either way, please do share your thoughts with me on this and on the regular weekly or biweekly product podcast um, that's that's out. So this one uh, featuring Aisha Tyreek went out to premium subscribers last week, and to regular everybody else got it last night. So do listen to that. Let me know your thoughts on that as well. You can send this to contrarianpod at gmail.com. I've spoken long enough today, so I will shut up and look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.